This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. That's not my thought process or our teams. You know, we're just doing our job. We don't really pay attention to what people say. It's not uh, up to them on what goes on on the field. So uh, it's really just up to us to go out there and do our jobs. Um, and we, we, we believe in ourselves and we, we trust in ourselves to, to win games and, and hopefully win this game. You know, we, we have complete confidence in ourselves. So um, we're not really worried about what everybody else got to say. question there was, you know, you're kind of playing with house money. Everybody oh, feels right, yeah. like, yeah. I was surprised by that question. Uh, I, I thought it was a good enough question, but I was just a little bit surprised by um, he asked if, if – does it feel like people are saying you're playing with house money because nobody expected to be here? Uh, does that maybe take the pressure off a little bit? Oh, I, and I guess there's no possible way for CJ to answer that other than to say no. Um, yeah, I, you know, other than I guess he could say like, you know what, we're just we're enjoying the ride. Uh, there's different ways he could have answered it, but if he had said like, Sh- yeah, we do feel like we're playing with house money, and who cares if we lose? Uh, that would not have that would have got though. a headline, yeah. And I yeah, guess come on, CJ, more headlines. They've been, they've been. CJ gets hit with some form of nobody believes in you. It feels like every game they're an underdog in. Yeah, you know, and so he's. It's going to be the same. I'm not begrudging whoever asked the question. You know, it's because they are they're a huge underdog this weekend. They're they're a nine and a half point underdog, but we know what the answer is going to be. And and I and I believe. Here's the thing. I believe the answer. I believe they don't listen to a lot of the stuff that's out there or try to not listen to it. You'd have to really seek out like like hatred for CJ right now. Yeah. I, every press conference he gets asked a question about dealing with the haters and everything, and I'm like, I, all right, I guess like Stephen A. saying that rookies don't do well in the playoffs doesn't – if CJ thinks that's hate, uh, we're screwed moving forward. Right. That's, so so when, I think he's honest data. when he answers like he doesn't really hear a lot of it or yeah. anything. You know? Here's CJ Stroud on the chance to take the Texans where they've never been before, the AFC title game. Uh, yeah, I mean, right now we're focused on going 1-0 and this week. Uh, we'll, we'll figure it out after that, you know. I mean, I'm, I'm not really focused on after that. Right? It, it's all about going 1-0 and 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 trying to do as best as we can in this game. Trying to beat the Baltimore Ravens. That's it. One one mission, beat the Baltimore Ravens. Um, it's interesting, just looking at the playoffs as a whole, I was thinking about that this morning, the AFC and the NFC. Yeah. Because this is a – I think C.J. Stroud versus Lamar Jackson is a sexy matchup for people on ESPN and the talk shows and things like that. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. the, the soon-to-be two-time MVP versus the landslide offensive rookie of the year this year. The AFC – I think you can make an argument that if you took a poll of people like stack ranking quarterbacks that the that the AFC certainly has the four best remaining quarterbacks and maybe the four best quarterbacks that have had the 
in football this year, some form of it. Like the four, the four quarterbacks still left playing in the AFC. I don't think you get past six or seven in a poll of power ranking the quarterbacks for this season with Lamar Jackson, C.J. Stroud, Patrick Mahomes, and Josh Allen in some order. And then in the NFC, it's kind of interesting because it's all a bunch of guys who've been either disrespected or discarded or underrated. Or I mean, you've got Mr. Irrelevant Brock Purdy versus the dude who sat behind Aaron Rodgers for three years. Mm-hmm. And then you've got two former number one overall picks who are on Jared Goff discarded to a second team as an afterthought. And Baker Mayfield's on his fourth team. In a year, <laughs> you know, in a year and a half, right? He right. was on Cleveland at and the end of twenty twenty one. I think Baker Mayfield might be the perfect example. Where, and, and again, it's not like the Bucks had a great offense this year or anything. So it's not like all of a sudden Baker Mayfield is 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 going to be all pro next season if he sticks around. He does have Chris Godwin and Mike Evans for now, and I think that one thing that's happening in the NFL, the kind of the subtle shift over the last couple of years, is. People are realizing, okay, with the new rules and way everything has evolved, man, wide receivers are really, really, really worth the money because look at what you can do. You can take a guy like Tua Tungavailoa and all of a sudden make him look like he might be. People are argue, people are arguing for him for the MVP in the first half of the season, uh, and it, and it wasn't because Tua got that much better. It's because he has really good receivers and a, a good enough offensive coordinator doing some fun stuff. And I, I think with a lot of these guys. That's where it's probably better for the league that I don't think you need to have an awesome, awesome all-time quarterback to compete for a Super Bowl anymore. The other really good thing, though, is that I think that if you do have a guy like like C.J. Stroud is going to be, I think it it still gives you that much more of an edge because there's not you're going to be out there playing against teams that can get by with a, a mediocre quarterback and utilizing the newest like good wide receivers and all the new rules to their advantage but it still doesn't genuinely replace the the power of a, a genuinely good quarterback. Yeah. I've fantasized about next season. I don't want to get too far down the weeds with that cuz we got Baltimore on Saturday. But if they went out and got cuz I think, you know, if Tank's healthy, you got Nico. If they went and got one more like plus weapon like that, one more weapon that CJ doesn't yeah. need to elevate that elev- that that like Nico, I think Nico and Tank are plus players that they elevate an offense. It's not CJ taking like they're super talented football players that have cheat code aspects then boy if they got one more guy then you are talking about like greatest show on turf type stuff yeah in a year two cj yeah, stroud yeah. With, with a third weapon they out are there. now the big thing about the texans for the offseason is the they've got a bunch of cap space but it's a little bit of an illusion because they have so many guys on one and two year contracts we'll that something needs to be done about a lot of these guys on one year contracts but they do have a boatload of space over the next few years so that part is real so when you're starting to sign when you're starting to if you if you try to a, re-sign your own guys that are good, but also B, if you do bring in one or two guys, you've got plenty of room to do whatever you want. You know, you don't want to go hog wild and spend like a, a lottery winner or something. I'm looking at power rankings from NFL.com for quarterbacks a week ago. So okay. mind you, this was before Dak Prescott <laughs> did whatever he did in the Pooped playoffs the bed. there. Yeah yeah, 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 where he's had some curious... It's like Dak Prescott's awesome, except well, when he's not, and he's been just horrendous when he's not being awesome. And presumably before CJ yeah. tore the backside out of the Cleveland Browns. So Lamar Jackson was number one. Okay. Dak Prescott, Josh Allen. Dak Prescott was two. Yeah, not yeah, I, I know it shouldn't. Hey, this is a regular season award. Yeah. Uh, Matt Stafford, number four. Tua Tungavailoa, number five. See, I don't. I'm already where with Tungavailoa, I don't. 
I don't see that one bit, like putting him over they Stroud. They could move on from him. Yeah. So Jared Groff, Jared Goff, then Brock Purdy, then Stroud was eighth. So I yes, like half the guys in front of him, I'm like, I would take CJ in a heartbeat. They got ahead of Jared Goff. Pat Mahomes nine. Have this you, is more of a season grade I guess, than, uh, than I guess. anything else. Like, yeah. Dude, I saw Jared Goff's numbers under pressure. I'm like, okay, well, I guess if the pocket's clean for the entire playoffs, you're gonna be fine with Jared Goff. Yeah. But the game where they start to put a pass rush on him, you know, like I, I boy, I sure hope San Francisco plays Jared Goff in the NFC title game so I can make a ton of money fading the the Detroit Lions. Pat Mahomes is going to be a fun watch through the playoffs. And uh, just to... First road game. First yeah. road game that he's ever played in the playoffs. In the playoffs, yeah. Other than, I guess, I mean, the Super Bowl is a road game. Yeah, yeah, true road game. Yeah. Like, I hostile mean, he, environment. He played a Super Bowl, like, where it was a genuine road game environment. Well, not really. I mean, they played it in Tampa. Oh, COVID But it wasn't... Year. But, yeah. The crowd and he lost by not three a, touchdowns. The crowd wasn't a factor. No, yeah, no, yeah. no, no. But, but this will be... Pat Mahomes, I think, has played 15 playoff games, all of them at home. That's crazy. Isn't that incredible? Yeah. Um, here was D'Amico Ryans on instilling the relentless mindset with the Houston Texans. For me, I always wanted the team to just play uh, football how I see football, right, how I think it should be played. And I think football should be played with passion. I think it should be played with energy. And I think like when you get the opportunity to do it, you should give everything you have to the game. Because you don't know when your last play will be. Right? You don't know when it's your last season. So it's just about just selling out all the efforts you can could possibly give. You do that. right? And you take advantage of each and every day that you get the opportunity to suit up and play this game. Because it's a privilege to be able to play this game. And guys are truly blessed to be the athletes that they are. To be able to take the physical pounding at this game, uh, it'll tax you. Right, and I think that for me and my mindset, how I play the game and have fun, give it everything you have, and just own each and every moment that you have. And I like where our team is right now. The way we play, we finish the right way, we we play with great effort, right, and we enjoy playing with each other. Right, we enjoy seeing our brothers make plays. We enjoy the success of others, and that's how I truly believe the game should be played. You know who I think uh, maybe has had the best benefit from CJ or from D'Amico Ryan's uh, Laramie Tunsil. If you're talking about mindset and uh, like maybe a grittiness where Laramie, Laramie's always been uh, kind of a svelte and smooth and very athletic and technically skilled athlete, uh, but not necessarily uh, not necessarily like a, a pipe carrying you know, down Seem- on the docks, beat somebody right, up. Right, he's seemingly uh, a little laid back. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, and, and, well, okay, like how willing is he to play through injury? There have always been questions about that, I think. I, I think he's had his Roger Dorn moment. I think uh, Corbin Burnson's character, yeah, the Major shortstop League. in Major League, yeah. where all of a sudden I think I think all of a sudden he's willing to take a, a grounder to the face. You know, like he's uh, he's willing to go out there and get out get up in the muck. I think that I think the environment has changed to the point where he's a uh, he's more of a blue collar player hey now. Man, he went in the tent, came out of the tent, went back in the game on Saturday. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah, oh yeah, he's played through a lot of injuries all year long. Yeah, man, yeah, Yeah, that's a good one. He's gone from mysterious wrist ailment to... uh, (laughs) Under David Culley. Like, nobody knows exactly what's going on. And that's where, and David Culley's an extreme example of what I'm about to say in terms of being the opposite of D'Amico Ryan's. This is where, and I'm not saying you have to be a former NFL player to instill the culture or the mindset that D'Amico's talking yeah. about. Because there's very, you know, the, the the vast majority of head coaches didn't play in the NFL. Right, right. right. But I would imagine, especially because D'Amico is a fairly recent player by head coaching standards, he's not even 40 yet. Yeah. That when it comes time for him to preach this mindset, it's it's a much more believable. Tenable well, message. I mean, you can go to YouTube, well, YouTube and watch D'Amico. Yeah. yeah, like that's, that's what's the what great saying. thing about YouTube, or the bad thing, depending on what your track record is. Like they, these kids are all gonna these kids, the players all. You know, when they find out D'Amico's gonna be a coach, they they look him up and they watch videos and they can see what he was as a player. But he 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 walked what he's talking yeah. right now. Yeah. You know, well, and he looks. That's the other thing about the new looks age. Like he can still do it. Yeah, the new age of NFL coaches. There's way more guys that look like they're uh, like they could play. Yeah, or at the very least, they're fit. That was one thing I noticed when the 49 came to have a combined practice with the Texans the first time. It was when D'Amico, so it would have been like four or five years ago. I can remember it was D'Amico's first year as a coach. And I remember thinking like, these guys, like this this 49, if this 49ers coaching staff had to Fight. like battle out, the, yeah, if it was one of those things like Texans where they decide staff. like, yeah, we'll die, yeah. Dude, Mike Devlin would have been gassed Dude, in the single first Single warfare seconds. or whatever, yeah. yeah. It oh. was, uh, I was like, man, these guys are put together. Like, they look like they could be, they look like they could be players, you I know? I sure hope they don't pass a rule where overtime is just the two coaching staffs fighting each other in the middle of the field. That'd be Game awesome. of Thrones style. I know. How much fun would that be? I like the, the rundowns of the overtime rules. Generally, I just looked it up briefly, a couple articles, and they all said just like there's two over two 15 minute overtime periods, but then with no explanation of what comes after that. Probably just sudden death after that. I don't know. Yeah, I'm I don't not know sure. Well, it is sudden death. It's still sudden death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sudden death the whole time. So I guess they just, just keep, keep going, going. Sudden yeah, death until somebody keep going. Um, one more from D'Amico. This I thought this was a cool little anecdote from D'Amico. They somebody there was somebody who followed up the previous answer you heard with. Where did that mindset get instilled with you along the way? No, <laughs> uh, I think well, it instilled in where I got that mindset was in, in high school, right? Everybody, as a young athlete, you're trying to get a scholarship to college and you want to be seen and you want to, you know, make it in college football. And so I had a coach that told me, like, hey, if you want to make it, you have to make sure you show up around the football every single snap. So that effort that mindset show up with great energy. And the coach told me that. It was like, okay, I got to go. 
I know I wanted to go play college football and to do that, what I what I learned from him was, hey, you got to play with with tremendous effort every single snap so you can show up and look different. You got to look special. When they cut the tape on, are you are you special or are you just fitting in? Are you just another player out there? So that always resonated with me. Like, man, when you suit up, you got to do something that's different. Do something that others aren't willing to do. A lot of people aren't aren't willing to run, play with great effort, play as physical as they can play every single snap. People aren't willing to do that. So when you do it, and when you have an entire team that does it, it jumps off the tape and people all around the league truly respect what you do. Yeah, I mean, that's a completely true. Like that whole swarm mentality. And it's one of those things. It's like coaching a, a, a full-court press in basketball. It's easily said, uh, but it takes a whole lot of driving it home every single play. The big thing about that, too, is like um, that's where – that's where D'Amico, as positive as he is, there's also a certain amount of built-in shaming that goes on there. Because like when you're watching film as a defense and somebody's loafing, like it sticks out like a sore thumb, and you got to be sure that everybody sees that that guy's loafing. <laughs> so you don't have to say much. Like that's just embarrassing, you know. When they see everybody else flying, and 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 you're if you're the one that's just kind of lollygagging along, if you're built of the right kind of stuff then you change. The guys that aren't built of the right kind of stuff, you get you get them the hell out of there. But this is that kind of defense. The the difference though too is I think of like this is what you would hope. Like Dan Quinn's defense with the Cowboys this year. They fly around. Like they always Dan Quinn defenses fly around and they they play hard. They make splash plays behind the line of scrimmage. But ultimately the problem with the Cowboys defense this year, as good as they are and as many playmakers as they have, is that they really they struggled to come up with stops when they needed to make stops. And it always reminds me of, like, in some ways, like the Morey era teams, the Daryl Morey era teams, where you rack up all these regular season stats. But ultimately, like, when you're playing against a good team, all right, all that stuff helps you stay in a game until the final two minutes. And then you need to come up with a stop. It's not like your regular season defensive stats, your steals, your scoring percentages on offense, all of that. It's awesome until you absolutely have to have a bucket or you have to have a stop. And I think the Cowboys just are constructed like a defense that can come up with a stop when they need a stop or to mm. play against a really good team in the playoffs. I think D'Amico, the big difference with D'Amico and other teams that fly around a lot is that he also understands exactly where the physical element needs to be played. And that's why they got so much better at stopping the run over the course of the season. Um, it's a hard blend to balance because stopping the run sometimes, it's a lot more than just like flying around and making plays. Sometimes there's a lot of sacrifice involved. Sure. You got Defensive linemen got to just know how to occupy two people. Um, that's where the real challenge comes in is this becomes, is it goes from being like it's now an above average defense to take that next step. Like, that's where D'Amico's psychology really comes into it. Micah Harden. That's what I just heard just now. Micah Harden. Micah yeah. Harden. <laughs> Micah Harden. Well, what's, he's already tinting about how he wants to leave. Micah yeah. Harden. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, Payne and Pendergast with you. We'll get into headlines next. We've got Texans headline. Boy, we have a bad Astros headline in the next segment. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.